0: News
1: Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. There's your girl on Fox this morning.
0: Oh, Sarah. Sarah Palin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she used to be my girl. Not anymore. She got too rednecky and famous. <laughs> started rhyming. Started when, once she Wait. started to try to rap, huh? You, what, what do you have against
1: redneck? Famous? Redneck oh, I women? got nothing
0: against rednecks, but she started to overplay it. Uh-huh. You know, she she went beyond her own natural redneckness. Oh, I see. Which I don't mind. Okay. But then once she started trying to rap, uh-huh. I was like, okay, I, Sarah, I can't <laughs> hang <it> anymore. <laughs> Well, I think any politician who starts to rap immediately, you're done. You're like that's, that's that should just, be like the ceiling. Yeah, that's it. You're gonna be corrupt as hell. Like a lie right. to your face, but you start rapping. Yeah, you're done. I'm done with you, we're, man. We're dispatching you. <laughs> Well, how, are, how are you this morning? I'm conscious. <laughs>
1: got a Nirvana cap on this morning. Feeling yeah, good. I like to
0: swap swap out my hats.
1: You listen to a little Nirvana on the way in this morning. I was girl. listening
0: to some. I was listening to this guy named Trey Ware, which I hear oh, every day. Oh,
1: why would you do that? And
0: I also listened to a little Kanye. I got a I got a, a song that he does off that Jesus record that I like mm. to listen to in the morning.
1: You weren't listening to Gretchen Wilson Redneck Woman, were you? No, oh, no,
0: that's a great tune. You <laughs> know, a great song. I love that song. Did
1: you ever watch the video of her doing the heart song? I did. With it's uh, badass. It, with Allison Chain. Isn't it awesome? Yeah, it's great, a great,
0: great, great, great song, great version.
1: Um, let's, if we can. I just want to start off talking about the shooting here because it's you know the top local story, right? I,
0: the, I haven't heard about this yet. So. Okay,
1: let, let's lay it out real quick. Uh, on October second, when the shooting happened, and uh, this was a rookie officer, probation officer, as they call him. right? Twenty-seven year old officer, <laughs> uh, obviously very little street experience, right? Sure. And uh, encountered what he thought might have been a stolen car and a 17-year-old, 217 17-year-olds actually eating a hamburger in a parking lot of a McDonald's in what he thought was a stolen car.
0: Right, okay, I did hear a little about this. Okay. So
1: he calls for backup, mm-hmm. and then he approaches the car, grabs the door. This is all video now. Grabs the door, yanks the door up, says get out mm-hmm. of the car. Kid hits reverse and backs up, and the officer stands back and starts shooting at the car. Mm-hmm. Then he jams it in drive and peels out and leaves the parking lot. The officer comes around the McDonald's and starts squeezing shots off into the back of the car as the kid's leaving. The kid's driving away. So I I just kind of this morning, I'll see what you think about it. I I don't believe, there's nothing that indicates to me that this is an officer who woke up that morning as a bad cop and went, I'm going to go shoot somebody. No. What this appears to me is a rookie officer who had very little experience on the street. And I don't want to condemn anybody because they're, by the grace of God, go I, right, being in that type of situation. Mm-hmm. I think the chief handled this extremely well by taking the normal amount of time to do the investigation. The chief went to the scene, looked right. at the car, and then, of course, saw the video that we've all seen. And that clearly shows that the kid was getting away from the officer. He was driving away, that he was not a threat to the officer or the public at large when the officer was squeezing the, the trigger. You know uh, they're taught and i have enough friends who are leo that tell me this they're taught you only squeeze the shots if it's threat to you or the public right right if he's trying to get away let him get away it's a stolen car it'll be recovered at some point right if indeed it was stolen um so or you know more than likely you know he called for backup so there's a couple of things about this that You know, hit hit my mind. Right, right. He called for backup. So you wait for backup to get there. You triangulate the parking lot where he's not going to get out, kind of block him in. And then you get on a PA. (laughs) Driver, get out of the car. Put your hands up. That kind of deal. He didn't do that. He threw the door open to the car and told the kid, get out. You know, that kind of thing. So, And the kid, I think, made a mistake in that the kid didn't get out. You don't, you right? Know, you say, "Okay, officer." You do what the cop tells you to do. Yeah, you put the hamburger. I do down. what the cop tells yeah, me right. to do. That's right. You get put the hamburger down. You get out of the car. <laughs> uh But then when he, st- you know, started to chase the the car down and started to shoot at the car, that just compounded. So you got two wrongs don't make a right. You know, and so you've got an officer here. I think very little experience. This is just my thirty thousand foot view. Uh, Really, I think a more experienced officer probably would have called in and gone, hey, here's the car, here's the description, it's headed this way on such and such street. If you see it, stop it. The main thing that sticks in my mind about this is, and you always, as a gun owner and a responsible gun owner or a police officer, always thinking about innocent bystanders. Who's around you. Who's around you. It's a McDonald's. You're always looking, man. Right. And, you know, very fortunate that some kid wasn't walking across the parking lot with a bag full of fries and catch one of those rounds in the head. Right. right. Very
0: fortunate. Now, were either of the people and the persons in the car injured?
1: Yes. The driver was injured. The, the per- person in the passenger seat was not. The driver was injured. 17-year-old Eric can, too. And according to his family through their attorney yesterday, he's hanging on to life by a thread. Oh, okay. That, that it's out that right. he, he's uh, in critical then or he's, Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, he's according to their their family attorney. Right. Uh, they uh, you know there's been rumors out there that he's doing well and he's back on he'll be back on his feet soon and the attorney came out last night and said no, it's not. He is barely breathing, he's having a hard time and you know chances are he might die, you know. And so the police when they when the police officer turned himself in last night, he was arrested last night, two counts of aggravated assault by a public servant, which is a first degree felony. Um, the chief said, and it could be upgraded depending on if the kid sure. lives or dies, it could be upgraded to another charge. So I, I can't, I looked at the video over and over again, it, Lars Larson called me when it happened and he said, what's going on down there? And I, you know, whatever. But I, I just, I ha I, mean, I can't justify it. I can't justify the, the shooting a car that's running away like that. It, it, clearly it was not a threat to the officer or anybody in the public at that time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to look at look at it from the lens of uh, young cop, but still, you know, I, I I'm not a cop at all, and I know not to just open the door and tell somebody to get out. So uh, he sounded sounds kind of aggressive to me. I mean, I, I, again, I don't believe he woke up that day wanting to kill somebody or shoot somebody. Yeah, but it was certainly bungled just based upon the info I've gotten from you. Yeah. Uh, If the kid, I hope he doesn't, we pray for his his life and his family. I hope he doesn't pass away. I hope he survives this. But if he doesn't, I mean, sorry, the cop's got to face whatever's coming to him. I mean, that's rookie cop, yeah, but you you and I can look at this and say, now I've never been, and the one thing we have to remember is we're not in that situation where you don't know what somebody's going to do. Split
1: second decision.
0: Because, and you, AJ, my brother-in-law will tell me this, he's a cop, that, that every interaction you have with the public could mean the end of your life. Big time. So you factor that in, Yeah, I think it's just an unfortunate series of events, it really. Was,
1: it It really, really was. And the uh, when he threw the car door open, which, again, that's against protocol, but when he threw the car door open, it's clear that the kid was had a hamburger in his hand, he's sitting in the car with the girl eating a hamburger. That's right. what was going on. And so you call for backup, you get back up there, you wait for him to finish the hammock. He was not going anywhere. he's sitting in the parking lot eating his burger right and so uh, you know you just say, "Hey, you know, get out of the car let's let's talk about this car that you're driving i I think it may be a stolen car, right mm." Uh, you don't go shooting bullets uh, when other people may be around. You know, i got two grandkids that may have been walking through that parking lot at that moment, you know. and well, I to Well, shooting
0: that. at – I mean, he must have been on hyperdrive at that point because shooting oh, yeah. at the cars as it's pulling away it was very strange.
1: Well, see, that's the thing, and, that, and that's why I'm very – I'm hesitant to crash down on this guy, and I'm not crashing down on the cop. Right. Because, um, you know, I've never been in that split second, make that decision. But I do question whether or not he should have been on the street alone, maybe without a more experienced cop
0: perhaps, telling you know, yeah, him yeah. around and all that. Because mm-hmm. I've seen
1: that happen, too, that sure, they'll, I, I, they'll pair
0: up. A an older, with, older cop that's kind of streetwise Ew. and knows calm the down, neighborhoods then. and stuff.
1: Take a break, calm down, let's right. let this thing play out and develop and see what happens here. Uh, so, you know, it's just a, a, as you just said, and I said this this morning, a very unfortunate set of circumstances all the way around. And he has to face whatever the consequences are.
0: Well, that's the truth of it. You know, you know? And, uh, you know, he's at least going to face some lawsuits from the family, obviously, I would think. Uh, with the, I would think. With the lawyer getting front and center there. Uh, you know, it's sad. It's yeah. all very sad. Because that's one cop that's not on the beat, not going to be on the force. I mean, his career is over one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh just very sad, man, and uh, a lot of questions that still need to be answered. I guess, but uh, if it goes to if he gets charged with something, right. and it goes to trial, then we'll hear his side of things.
1: I had people call up this morning <laughs> and said, "Is the car was the car actually stolen?" I don't know that. Uh, really? We're gonna we're gonna find out if it right. was stolen, uh, but I don't know. But to me, that's after looking at the video, Sean. That's really kind of irrelevant because you can recover the car later, maybe. right? Right. You don't want to go firing shots that are unnecessary. For just a stolen car, a stolen car is not worth some innocent bystander's life.
0: Right, or or even uh, shooting the person in the car if they're not yeah. threatening you. Right, right. Which apparently the only threat made was that the guy took off. Right, that's it. Yeah, that's
1: the, that, that. That I mean, that's that's the whole bulk. You you got pretty much all the details that are available right now right. if anything new comes out well then you know certainly open to, to uh, changing minds here or whatever but that's just basically what huh. we know as of today that's why i call it a thirty thousand foot view right right right. i don't know right, all right. the details but what i've seen on the video is like nope don't think he should have squeezed those shots off that's a right. bad idea no well, real so bad we'll idea. will see how it
0: plays out what the next chapter is yeah
1: Exactly. All right, quick break, more Warren Rama coming up for you here on KTSA. Stevens Roofing is your roofing specialist company to take care of all of your roofing needs for your family. Uh, big job, small job, minor repair, a whole new roof, whatever the case may be, Stevens Roofing can be there for you. Even if you think that you can get by. I, I just want to tell you about a, a situation I know of right now that uh, somebody I know is being advised to go ahead and put an old new roof on this old, it's an older house. And the roof is in bad shape and needs a whole new roof. And the person's like, do I really need a whole new roof? Or do I just need to do the repair? What do I need to do here? And I got to tell you, Stephen's going to shoot you straight. They're not going to put a whole new roof on your home unless it's absolutely, positively, 100% necessary. They, they will do repair work if that's possible. Otherwise, if you need a roof, they'll work with your insurance company, giving them the data and the information that they need and that uh, for you to recover your your uh, losses with your insurance company and all that you need to make sure that your roof is safe and secure and steven's roofing has your family covered that's steven's roofing at 210 994 accuweather sunny partly cloudy and warmer today and tomorrow 93 both days on friday mostly sunny and warm at 91 hang on for monday and tuesday cuz it's going to be a little bit cooler not cold but a little bit cooler with highs only in the 70s Right now it's seventy three KTSA. I got some sound I want you to hear. Alright. I don't know you're gonna like it very much.
0: What's this from?
1: This is from the British Parliament. The British Parliament. And you know, when you think about the British Parliament, you you watched them, right, and how they stand up and they go at each oh, other. Oh, they go at each
0: other, man. It's feisty. And they're feisty.
1: screaming at the, uh, at the Prime Minister. Yeah, you know? they're feisty. And the Prime Minister stands up with his book and he starts to argue back. Yeah. And they're screaming at each other and all that kind of stuff. Right? It's honest. It's pure. <laughs> I, would love, I would love for one day to see that happen in our Senate with Joe Biden. I would love that. I would love to see Joe Biden have to take that kind of heat.
0: He wouldn't, wouldn't be able to handle it, man. He'd just walk away. Donald Trump could. Good. Donald Trump would stand <laughs> there and fire back. <laughs> Ron DeSantis could, yep, damn skippy.
1: <laughs> so
0: what's the so? This is from yesterday. Yeah, this is okay. Uh,
1: this is the Parliament asking questions of a Pfizer representative. Okay, mm-hmm. Pfizer, of course, developed the vaccine for COVID nineteen, right? And the British Parliament wanted to know about the COVID vaccine. Imagine in your mind, if you will, Rand Paul and Anthony Fauci. Okay. <laughs> right. All right, here we go. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market?
0: Did we know about stopping immunization before um, it entered the market? No. Oh, oh wow. Impressive. So
1: they put out a vaccine for COVID-19 that they all said when they put it out, this is going to stop you from transmitting the virus. It is a vaccine to keep you from getting
0: it. This was, that's what they based the whole this is a pandemic of the unvaxxed on and you're killing people if you don't get vaxxed. Joe Biden had people fired for not getting it. Ex- yep. Because he, he said, has. we want
1: you to get it so yep. that you don't get the virus and you don't transmit the virus. Right. 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 So if you don't get it, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> and they fired <laughs> right. thousands of people. Thousands of people have been separated from the military based on it because I'm not taking this crap. hole, I'm not going to do it. Right. Well, you have to have it. Otherwise, you Going to be transmitting the disease to other people. You have to get it. And here's Pfizer, a Pfizer executive. Jimmy, let's, let's play it again. Here's a Pfizer executive saying we never even tested it to see if it was a vaccine or not. God, listen to this. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market?
0: Did we know about stopping humanization before um, it entered the market? No. No. And she laughed. <laughs> she no, laughed. Ha, ha, ha,
1: ha.
0: No, ha, ha, ha. Wow, man! No, uh, uh. wow! I mean, this was the, 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 it was you know what would Jesus do? You're a bad Christian if you don't get vax. Remember that? I mean, oh, of it was, course, you were the worst piece of crap on the planet. You're killing people. You're killing people, and they didn't even they did they didn't even did, didn't even know that it was a vaccine, right? If it actually did any of that, no, they never why tested. Why does this it for not that? surprise me? They never tested a vaccine to see if it was a vaccine. But why does this? <laughs> 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 why does this not surprise me no, though? What the more world? The we learn about this, what world are we living in? Yeah. You know? It's the upside down world, man. We're there. We
1: were just, and we got tranny stories. We we're just talking about a tranny story off the air. and We have more tranny stories to get to. But think about trannies
0: the, on parade.
1: Think about the world we're in.
0: It, it's, Where
1: it's they. they yeah, no. Huh? They they put out a vaccine. They said it was a vaccine. The political heads, like Joe Biden, said it's a vaccine. You have to take it, or we're going to fire you. And come to find out, they never even tested it to see if it was a vaccine. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's, it's not funny. So money. what the hell is it, it's, you know? That's, that's what I'm still wondering. Uh, uh, a see, way for Anthony Fauci to make money? Yeah, that's what I think. A way for Pfizer to make money? That's what I think, you know. Now, now in, in all fairness, they were being pushed and rushed. I mean, Trump did was pushing this coalition of people to get this thing done. Yeah, I,
1: I get it. I know, you know, you're right, but still, if you're going to call something a vaccine, vaccine, you better test and see if, it's a, on person, <laughs> see if it's a vaccine. At
0: least on one person. At least on a stinking monkey. You know, you know what I mean? find out. <laughs> Calling the monkeys. Freaking mouse. I don't know. Call a monkey. <laughs> something it,
1: it, it, and they put it out and they called it a vaccine but it wasn't a right, vaccine right. And so i don't
0: think it is now
1: oh clearly it's not a vaccine right. i think i think uh anthony fauci admitted that about three months ago right. that it, it doesn't have the vaccine uh, properties it has uh, therapeutic effects so i'm not really sure about that either i don't people know get it every day yeah
0: i don't know what the hell it does like I said, really? I, yeah, yeah. I, I got it in, uh, in the hospital. I've been vaxxed, and I was surrounded by medical professionals, and I still got it.
1: All I can tell you is the people that did not get the vax, and I got the vaxxed, and I got boosted. But the people who did not get the vax, they're seeming like really smart people these days. <laughs> you, you didn't get the vax? No, and they seem like really smart people these days.
0: I'm half smart because I didn't get the booster, so I'm you like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, half smart. Yeah, if that makes sense. Well, I travel. Right. Well, yeah. you need to have well because you you go to Mexico and you got to have all that stuff listed up.
1: And I went to Alaska and I right. went on a couple of cruises. There were a couple of cruises where they wouldn't even let you on the ship without right. it. Right. So I mean, I do travel and with my travel for my other business, right? Right. I do have to be sure. immunized or else you don't go. Right. You know? Right. No, I get that. Yeah. And I just like I'm looking back now,
0: going, man. So, nah, if it ain't got if it ain't got morphine in it, I, I don't you want don't the want shot. It. <laughs> I only take morphine shots at this point. Well, man. maybe that's. I need a morphine booster.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's where they blew it. No. <laughs> hey. <laughs> maybe they blew it by not putting morphine in it. See, they would have had maybe. more people sign up. They would have had lines. Sure. Outside HEB. I need to be double boosted, shot. man, because I got the shakes. CVS <laughs> wouldn't have been able to keep up with the business. You know what I mean? Come on in here.
0: There you go. Well, anyway, well, remember when they were offering beers and doobs for people to go get? I remember shoot, get all food. and all that food. You want a you burger?
1: Know, yeah, you know, they would. They would give you a, holy a, crap a card to go to Walmart. Right, you'd use a Walmart card and all that kind of crap. So whatever. Mm, strange. All right, quick break. More wearing Rama coming up. Uh, the Tank Depot. Right here in San Antonio, also in Dripping Springs and Buda, they've got water holding tanks for your piece of property, regardless of the size of your piece of property. If you've got a giant need like your ag, you got to water the animals and water some plants and keep your crops going and keep your, keep your bull alive then what you need to do is see our friends at the tank depot and start storing your own water. You know how important this is. Muy importante to have your own water supply. Have it ready at all times, right? Because water is life. And the tank depot has gigantic tanks for those of you in the ag business, for those of you who have commercial properties, and you want to make sure you have adequate water supply for your commercial property. But they also have the smaller tanks for those of us who live in the city. And want to make sure that, you know, if we have another freeze and the pipes freeze up, you have water, you have a water supply. Or instead of spending all that money with saws to water your plants, <laughs> okay, you, you, get, you rain harvest your own rain and ha- hold it in one of these tanks and then use that when you want to water your plants. The Tank Depot has all kinds of tanks for that. And by the way, if you're looking to, um, you know, you've got a retail location, you're looking to sell a new product that's really hot right now, these tanks are hot. So contact the Tank Depot and stock these and start selling them from your retail location as well, hardware store, tractor supply company thing, or whatever you got. Then uh, these tanks will work great for that, too, and they'll split the profits uh, at the beginning at 50-50 with you. That's the Tank Depot. Tell them Trey said hi. That's 210-648-3866. Oh, look, Sean. We just sent another gift to New York City. (laughs) (laughs) 500, 000, well, five hundred, yeah. were five thousand five hundred. Yeah, fifty-five hundred. Yeah, it's more than eighteen thousand now when you consider all of them came from El Paso and Joe Biden. Most
0: them. of them from El Paso, who has a Democratic mayor. That's right. But you don't hear about that, do you?
1: No, you don't. Are the ones that Joe's flying in in the dark at night? The miners, yes, sir. <laughs> and that's not miners that go down in the shaft and pull out coal like. <laughs> once again, Joe said, "You're my ancestors." They were God. coal miners, and they would go
0: down. What oh, the hell coal, they
1: were? And they would, <laughs> and they would mine coal all day. And after mining coal all day, they would come up and play football for hours. Not one Biden ever mined one inch of coal. <laughs> he's so full uh, of crap, man. Well,
0: yeah. he's, he's so full of
1: crap. Yeah. Mm.
0: Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: All right. So you called it my brother in crime over here. You said, and I, uh, you know, you asked me about this yesterday, and I said they probably will. When you asked me, because I was talking about the Troy Aikman thing and the tackling and so on and so forth.
0: Oh, right, right.
1: And your question you asked me was, are they going to go after him for being a misogynist on the whole take the dresses off comment? And I said, yeah, they probably will. Well, they are. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) The cancel mob is trying to get Troy Aikman Uh, now hmm. for saying on on the broadcast the other night, quote, I hope the competition committee looks at this during the set of meetings and we take the dresses off. That's it. That's
0: all he said. That's man. All he
1: said, and ain't nothing wrong with that at all. No, the, nothing they, wrong. Really, with
0: that. You just grow a pair. I know that's kind of a bad analogy. <laughs> well, in <laughs> this, but Don't I'm, so, watch. I'm so sick of people being offended. Right, the people who are being offended. Do they? Do you think they're football watchers? Probably not. Let's see. Self-described justice journalist Chuck Modi. <laughs> I saw this one. Yeah. yeah,
1: he's a justice journalist. It's way past time to end such sports talk.
0: No, it's not. Oh
1: get over no, yourself man it's not if Who you cares? are triggered
0: by this then
1: don't watch
0: if you are triggered by that you are the one with the problem that's man. right it's called
1: first amendment it's right. called free speech troy aikman by the way is not a misogynist i happen to i don't know him well right. i've met him on a number of occasions right he supports women's issues and women's causes
0: Probably more than most people in the sports world that I've met. Probably more than this uh, guy. Well, that's you know that. Calling him out, you know, you I mean? know that. Because it's real easy to show your outrage in a tweet. It's like,
1: it's well, like What do you yesterday. do, man? That is a statement that's been said in football. I played football for 12 years. It's a right. statement that's been said in football for a long time. Hey, boy, you better take your dress off and get <laughs> serious about that. You better knock his head off. You know, that kind of thing was said for a long time. Well, what are we supposed to do? Wuss out football so bad that. Would you mind, Charlie? Would you mind? Would you, Would you just hit him? <laughs>
0: it's Please. Would you just it? please hit him? It'll just be flag football at some point. Well,
1: that's what Micah Parsons said. You know, <laughs> Micah Parsons is playing for the Cowboys right now, and just for, for everybody to know, th- there's probably no bigger impact player in the NFL right, right now than Micah Parsons. He's a difference maker. And he tweeted, he said, are we just going to go seven on seven and yank flags off of each other? <laughs>
0: that's right, right, is that right. Is that what's coming? Good times. So, anyway. <laughs>
1: Uh, let's see, uh, ESPN, I see, who, uh, uh, Jason Page, who, uh, you know, sports commentator, did Troy Aikman really just say what I think he said? Does he really Uh. say it's time for the league to take the dresses off? Hey, Troy, the 60s called, they want their chauvinist back.
0: (laughs) See, you know, people who, who call out people on their statements, do they not realize that they themselves are just spending time trying to outsnark everybody else? Right. Let me show you how clever I am in my right. freaking outrage tweet. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. The 60s gone. Oh, you know, take off your dress.
1: Now, <laughs> I, I'm going to kind of roll this discussion into something that's coming up on Saturday that you're going to. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, I, you know, I have been talking for a long time on the demasculization. It's a word I made up of men in this country. It's been going on for decades, right? Turn on TV shows, turn on commercials, and what you see the dumbest uh, idiot in the commercials and TV shows is the man, probably a white male, but man is always the dumb one. Women had it all figured out. They got the world all right. They can do it. I got it, whatever, you know, and they're the smartest people in the world, and so are the children. The children and women go ahead of the men when it comes to popular media. I happen to think that a lot of the problems that we have on our culture today is because we have emasculated men to the point where men are not fulfilling their masculine role. I'm not saying be a, a bully. Or a
0: macho idiot. I'm not yeah. saying that. That's not what I'm saying. Don't be a massager. It doesn't have anything to do with how big your truck is. It has nothing to do with whether or not <laughs> right. you've got
1: bull, ball, uh, bull things hanging off the back of your right, truck either. Right right, right, right.
0: This is deeper.
1: This is much deeper than that. God created men and women for a purpose. Men have a purpose, and women have a purpose in God's creation, God's normal order of things. And a lot of what we see, in my view, happening in uh, in society today, in our culture today, is because men have been so backed off, and they're so afraid and timid now to fulfill their masculine role that this other crapola has filled that void.
0: I I think it's more than I think. I think the uh, there there was an active. Plan or subconscious plan to emasculate men because if you're going to take over the whole shebang, the, the people who are going to come up against you will be the men. So you look at leftist culture in general as it's evolved, and we saw this beginning, I think, in the 80s, where, yeah, not only is the guy all is the doofus, but it's a feminization of men, which did begin in the 80s in, in my generation. I can I, I remember you know, just how... You know, men started uh, looking more like women, and the, the big rock stars are wearing the eyeliner and all that stuff. And and it was then it was considered tough, but really it was kind of a feminization. And we've evolved to the point now we're on the left. Okay, it's not just that we we don't want men to be masculine; it's the whole idea of it is toxic and horrible. Correct. Anything masculine That's is right. now bad. That's right. Okay, and I that I disagree. I, I don't know that because I, I, I grew up in a house where I I didn't buy into a lot of the archetypes as far as well who should do what and who should do this and that, and I you know in a marriage I think you, everybody's got to do what they got to do, to you know main thing is everybody's working as a team. Um, but I do believe that men have been emasculated for political reasons more than anything else. Well, let's take it one two. In the, that that you don't want strong men who will fight against you. That's why the the idea or the ideal of a man from the liberal point of view is some guy with a man bun who's wearing eyeliner who's very feminine and won't stand uh, up and cries. And, and one thing I learned and let me throw this in before you sure. die, before you take over. Is that (laughs) this is one thing I've learned about Texas women, and I'm gonna be totally honest with you. They don't dig seeing dudes cry. It's not, it doesn't, it's not on the East Coast when a dude cries his eyes out. Yeah. It's look how tough he is. He's showing emotion. Right. Whereas you get out here, there really is a different perception of that. Yeah. And that a man should be able to hold it together. And I believe in that. I, I don't say, I don't believe, I don't, I'm not saying any of this stuff because I believe I've been all that successful at it in my life. Right. But I do understand it, mm. and it is happening. Sure,
1: sure. I, I think that what we talked about yesterday when it comes to the kids in the schools and dumbing down the kids, in order to be able to control people, you have to have a dumb population, right? Right, right. And if you're like these, this ruling class that'll run stuff out of washington dc you want to control everybody you got to do two things first of all you got to dumb them down so yeah, they, they just uh, take whatever you feed them like we talked about the education right. yesterday but you also got to emasculate the men because you ain't going to control the strong man you're not going well, to do true. it that's
0: true that's true and i've
1: got a i've, I've got a, a nephew who has been a, a man man a man's man the, the whole hank williams jr country boy can survive guy, oh, yeah yeah told you about him <clears throat> he takes a backpack and his shotgun rifle and he goes out in the country and stays out in the middle of nowhere he's not online he doesn't have a phone he doesn't have, he's got nothing and he sleeps under trees and whatever for two weeks at a time, hunting and doing you know fishing and, and supplying in his own meal. he doesn't need the government to to take care of him he doesn't need a welfare right. check. He doesn't need to have uh, his, his whatever done. It's all done because he's going to do it. Right, And that's the person, that's the people that the government hates the most because they can't control somebody like that. Well, that's like true. That.
0: That's true. And, uh, and also, and I think, you know, I look over, basically, picking up on what you're saying, um, I, I think there's a lot more to being a good man than than what we put out there in the culture on either side in that – I I look over my life, and frankly, one of my my regrets is I wish I'd been a better man. And by that, I mean I wish I'd been a better uh, boyfriend. I wish I had been a better friend. I wish I had been a better husband. I wish I had been a better uh, father in uh, protective ways, in uh, uh, ways concerning honesty. Uh, I wish I'd treated people better. I wish I'd treated women better, the women in my life, because I think a, a good man, a strong man, Treats people well and treats their family well and puts their family above everybody else, and I think that's what's going away right now.
1: And what you're saying is <laughs> is a is a strong man, not in the physical sense that he's overpowering. Yeah, I, think, I think he'd be a great
0: man and not be a big bulky guy. Yeah.
1: I say you can be a man who is fulfilling his masculine role without being a bully. I think that's the easiest way to say it. You don't have to bully your wife. You don't have to bully your kids. You don't have to bully the people you're around. What it does say is though the people who are you know typically bad people as a whole, whether you 're talking about a male or a female, but it particularly shows up in emasculated men, has to do with a lot of the the insecurities that that an emasculated man has, and he takes it out in other ways, then he becomes irresponsible in a lot of different ways because he 's trying to make up for those insecurities that he has, and so to to overcome that fulfill your your masculine role. Uh, kind of lead like like men do lead but without being the bully one of the things we're finding out now because they're allowing guys now who cannot fulfill that role because they've been so emasculated, they're allowing them to participate against women. But what we're finding out is men are built differently, physically differently. Well, we they, are, yeah, are. They, well they are. I mean, there's that's no just doubt. the
0: truth of it. There's, nothing, there's no way around well, the biological, biological reality measure. that men are built differently than women, and women we are built t- differently than men.
1: Typically, men are bigger, faster, stronger. Just typically, they have thicker skin. Created that way to go hunt, kill, bring it home. That was that was the idea. That was. But the you plan. see what I'm saying about what it
0: means being agree with, uh, with uh, being a a good man. I, totally I think agree. a lot of this stuff fits into that because I I've met plenty of big bulky guys who were the most insecure people I've ever met in my life. I totally agree with you.
1: I'm I'm saying I agree with you in that you know, this is not a matter of being you don't have to be a big bulky hulk of a bully to to fulfill your masculine role. You could be a cool dude to fulfill your masculine role. Well it's about being a gentleman.
0: It's about being a man a man treats people well. A gentleman. A man keeps his word uh, a man keeps his promises. A man attends to his responsibilities. That's the that's stuff the that one. I that I list up as far as what it means to be a man. Totally, one hundred percent. That's uh, what I'm saying. Uh, you know, and and I'm I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody who didn't always do that. Well, I,
1: I don't I don't always do it either. I'm not saying yeah, I didn't do it a lot. I'm not I'm not I'm not preaching the sermon on the right, mount here. Right, like, right, right. like I've got my act together because right. I really don't. I right. don't have my act together. I'm not saying do what I do. Right. What I'm saying is this is what I aspire to. You know, I'm, right. I'm pre- When I preach, I'm preaching it myself, and it just happens to go out to other people. But that that brings to mind one thing. We have to take a break. Jimmy's pointing at me. He's putting a cigarette in his mouth. So this. <laughs> Morning at ten thirty, you're going to have ten thirty-five. You're going to have uh, Bill Taylor yes. on because this weekend he's got a conference going to teach men how to be men.
0: Well, it's a, it's called Man Up. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a worship conference. So yeah. you're at a church. It's re- Christian based, mm-hmm. and uh, it will be dealing with that. And it's a it's a full day thing. And we'll get all the information out. You can register if you want to go. It's yeah. uh, it's at a local <laughs> church, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I kind of need to kind of replug plug into. Or or reconnect with. So we'll talk to Bill. Ten thirty five. Ten thirty five.
1: All right. A quick break. More wearing rhymes coming up. River City Oral Surgery and Doctor Mac Mark Haberhorn is uh, really here for you at all times. Now he's just a great guy. He's a real blessing to all of us here at KTSa. He's a blessing to all of his patients. When you go see Doctor Havercorn, gosh, it's such a relaxed, easy going atmosphere. He goes above and beyond to make sure the experience is as pain-free as it can possibly be. He's a surgeon as well as a dentist, so he knows what he's doing from all different angles and aspects of your oral care, whether it's tooth uh, extraction. It might be wisdom teeth that need to come out, you know, maybe. Uh, It might be implants. You may have teeth that are already missing, and, boy, it's time to get some implants in there. Well, he can do single implants, double implants. He can do uh, complete uh, all-on-four implants. That will restore your self-confidence in the way you look and the way you feel. And you'll see the prices right on the website. None of this insurance running around business. It's right there on the website, and that's what you pay. RiverCityOMS.com, 210
0: 778
1: 0002. Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's a cold shot, baby. <laughs> a little early in the morning for me. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was referring to by this time in his life. Probably he'd given up. Give up all right, that money. Right. 750 <laughs> 755. <laughs> TSA.
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, we're working. Yeah, yeah. we are. Yeah.
1: Uh, what is this? This is 12th, so what's what day is it?
0: Well, this one is really cool. Emergency Nurses Day. I got to know a lot of emergency nurses mm-hmm. <laughs> over the past year, and you rock! Mm-hmm. They worked their asses off, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also Free Thought Day, which is on the outs uh, these days. <laughs> yeah. It's not very popular in right. America right now, Free Thought uh it's pulled pork day you a pulled pork fan i love pulled pork i like a good pulled pork sandwich yes sir if i give me a pulled pork sandwich that's what i like
1: best in the world is captain john sadie oh your buddy boy Mm
0: (laughs) (laughs) these are all uh, national farmers day remember the farmers because they're on the outs too right now yeah (laughs) china and bill cates buy up all the farmland right and finally trey it's National Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work Day. I did. Where He's right it? there. I'm sitting right across I am the table. Your, from I'm Teddy Bear.
1: <laughs>
0: I get no respect at all. Do you, do you have a I teddy bear? Wanna be.
1: um, I just don't want to be. I don't currently have a teddy bear. Right. No. I, you know, I'm not opposed to having one, but I just don't currently own one. We were talking one. about the
0: emasculation of men. How many dudes <laughs> out there are like,
1: I brought my teddy. Okay. And it's a pink one. <laughs>
0: I had a stuffed mouse that my mom got me when I was a little kid, and I yeah. carried it, it, traveled with me for years, Yeah, and I finally gave it to my daughter when she got a little older. So she Mine has was a monkey. Now. A monkey. My daddy, you like monkeys. Yeah,
1: My dad gave me a monkey, a stuffed monkey with a microphone in his hand. I said, <laughs> son,
0: it's you in 10 years. That's great. <laughs> That's cool. And it turned out to be that way. My wife sleeps with a lizard. I'm sorry? My wife sleeps with a stuffed lizard. <laughs> Do I want to know this story? She won a lizard... <laughs> <laughs> or I bought her a lizard stuffed lizard once and uh, so it's like you know it's a, it's not a like a I thought you bought her a trumpy doll. No, that's for me. Oh, you know, that's that's in a special place <laughs> protected from my enemies. Uh she you know, <laughs> she has a lizard she sleeps with it's called Lenny and uh, the lizard's falling apart but she can't sleep without it.
1: That's so. awesome and she's doing great work today. All she right. She is. Quick break more wearing Rhyme coming up for you KTSA. KTSA and FM one. Yeah. So Joe told uh, Jake Tapper yesterday, there are going to be consequences to the Saudis for cutting the oil production. And it's kind of like, so what? What are you going to do? Well, I've got this chain that I used on corn pop. (laughs) Not a joke. Not a joke. The Saudis are bad dudes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to get my corn pop chain and... You know, I'm gonna I, meet Ben Solomon in the parking lot.
0: So I, I didn't even know this was happening. I yeah. was what, fifteen minutes with Jake Tapper. Can I get
1: it back, please, Lord? Can I please when, have
0: that fifteen minutes back, Lord? When did please. this even air? I don't when was it on? Last night. Last night. Yeah. I went to bed early, well, you know so re- I missed. that I missed something like truly, re- you know, earth shattering? <laughs> I don't and- mean to laugh at your face, but no. <laughs> I missed it's some great like-
1: revelation. Oh no, no! The mumbling, stumbling old fool was mumbling, right. stumbling, being a fool. You know, that's what he is. That's what he does. And he dropped his cue card. You know, he, he dropped his cue card. Dude doesn't go to the bathroom without a cue card. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Undo belt. Yeah, that's right. Uh, sit Lower down. Lower pants. Yeah, sit down. Sit down. <laughs> he sits <Yeah>. the pee. <laughs> (laughs) Well, you know that's true. Yeah. Well, the physics of him standing. Anyway. Exactly. So so, let's see. He dropped his cue card. Mm -hmm, Yeah, and Tapper picked it up. (laughs) Tapper was picking up everything for him,
1: you know? Right. Okay, so I got to make sure that this guy gets through this, right? So he was, you know, hey, you know, Democrats, they really like you. No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Which ones? you jake yeah. do you and like him they're very happy with the job you're doing oh, mr president God. but you know there's some concern out there about the polling showing that maybe they don't want you to run again you know and of course he says well i'm going to decide after the midterms i'm not going to decide right now do you think you can beat donald trump now what, what the hell kind of question oh, is that
0: come on no man. seriously
1: what what the hell kind of question do you think you can what's he going to say no
0: no, I can't right. beat Donald Trump.
1: So, of course, he says, "Oh well, yeah, I think I can. I think I can beat him again. Notice you know? he
0: didn't say, can you beat Ron DeSantis? Yeah, it didn't happen, did it? No. There's something to tell you about that here in a minute.
1: Um, And, and uh, then he, he said, I'm going to uh, ban assault weapons. Not a joke. Not a joke. I'm going to ban <laughs> assault weapons. But he can't define one, can he? No. Can any of them? Well, the, the you know what? The two girls in Las Vegas that were stabbed to death... Mm. A few days ago, can define one, can't they? Right. If they were alive, they could. It was a knife.
0: Right, right.
1: By the way, F- FBI statistics came out yesterday. You are four times more likely to die from stabbing than you are
0: a rifle shot. Really? I was unaware of that.
1: And that includes AR 15, right? Really? Joe Biden says hunters on the straight and narrow, <laughs>
0: and he denies the alleged gun crime. In, in what universe? <laughs> in the multiverse, where, where uh, is where is he? he's on the straight and narrow? Yeah, I'm proud of my son. He's this kid. Well, he's not you a kid. You got low he,
1: standards. He's a kid, not a kid. He's a grown man. He got hooked on you know many families get kids to get hooked on hooked on hooked on drugs, and he's overcome that. Mm. He's uh, he's established a new life. He's he, he's uh, he's I'm confident he's uh, what he says and does are consistent with what happens
0: because that makes sense
1: (laughs) wait a minute Uh, who's on drugs uh, now hold on let me read this again what What? he says and does
0: are consistent with what happens (laughs) (laughs) no kamala harris is starting to make more sense than him wow and damn
1: and for example he says and for example, he wrote a book about his problems and was straightforward about it, and I'm so proud of him. Mm, he didn't write the, <laughs> you know, the of book. Of course, he, a ghostwriter. Some Chinese dude wrote the book. You no, know, he was he was a, a, you know wiped out on crack somewhere, you know. Mm. So how's he going to write it? He came along and said, "By the way, this thing about the gun thing, I didn't know anything about it." <sighs> but turns out, when he made an application to purchase a gun, what happened was he say, "What he happened say- was he say." I guess you get asked. I don't guess you. You get asked a question. Are you on drugs? <laughs> why, did, why didn't Tapper say to him,
0: "Sir, are you on drugs?" <laughs> not a joke. I'm seeing trails. Not a joke. Not but a joke. Just sh- stop melting. He should have said, "What drug are you on?" You know. Uh, oh, I, so I didn't miss anything. In other words, oh, no, 15 worked, worked minutes good. I want back. Hey, um. Well, with that in mind, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I don't think a lot about Pennsylvania, other than you know i don't want john fetterman to get it yeah because he's a he's a new jersey liberal yeah but and he releases murderers and he releases murderers yeah he he's not a good guy uh but this business of this interview he gave wow <laughs> where you know he's on was a katie tur reports on msnbc wow He's being interviewed, uh, I believe, by Dasha Burns. That's her. That's who it is. And he, it, it's revealed that he has a... Because I, I did see that interview. And mm-hmm. he's got the screen that translates, puts into words what people are saying to him.
1: Correct. Because he can't understand what people are
0: saying. Right. And again, this is not... We're not being political as far as his stroke. Okay? I, I will get political at some point. But he's got a closed captioning screen. He goes everywhere, everywhere with and she did say uh, let's see we had a monitor set up so we could read my questions because he was still lingering audit he had still has lingering auditory processing issues uh but she said i'll, I'll say that just it, in some of the small talk prior to the interview before the closed captioning was up and running it did seem that he had a hard time understanding our conversations prior to the prior, interview right, right, off the and they camera were just stuff, out.
1: right He was like, huh, what, huh?
0: Now, again, this is not about mocking people with a strut. No, sir, not at all. But if you want to be a senator, right? This is the Senate Mm -hmm. race. Yeah. Uh, He he may not, it seems to me like he's not up for it. you got to have your capacities. Um, And he doesn't, if if he's taken off this monitor, because even some of his answers, if you watch the interview, his answers would get jumbled up. Uh, during the interview Uh, so I
1: and I don't know how much of that monitor is actually translating the question or somebody's putting the answers up there I'm a little leery of any politician who has a monitor in their face that you know real-time stuff's coming up
0: how can he function as a senator
1: well I've said he can't and I say that with compassion for his situation again there by the grace of God go I so I'm not you know bashing him for his situation but I I do say there are certain things that disqualify you from certain positions and I happen to believe that based on what I've seen and read and I've done extensive reading about him watching him on YouTube and other things with interviews and all that he's disqualified for this position as much like I don't want to make light of this or whatever I'm not I'm not but I'm kind of disqualified to play in the NBA you know there's nothing that qualifies me to be a, a big NBA basketball player you gotta accept that, and you say, "Okay, you you have limitations, and uh, this is my limitation, and no, I don't need to be in that position."
0: Part of what, most of what you do in, as a member of the U.S. Senate is, you have to argue, you have to debate, you gotta think, you gotta have to think, and it just, I, I but I think Democrats are so desperate right now, at least the leadership, that it just doesn't matter. He's got it. Just got to get a D in there. That's all that matters. Well, that's
1: it. That's absolutely true. You got right. to have somebody's going to vote with the caucus. Exactly. You have to have that. Right. But uh, beyond the physical limitations of the job that he is going to have, because you know they got late nights and stuff sure. like that, like you were talking about debating, you got to stand there and debate and all that kind of stuff. But beyond that, he's disqualified because of his positions on the issues. Let's start there. That's the number one disqualifying factor, as far as I'm concerned. Right. When you look at him, he believes in abortion uh, you know, to the time of birth. You know, right, so right. no, that disqualifies him. Number one, number two, he also believes in releasing murderers back out on the streets. Right. Uh, he believes we ought to get rid of cash bail, which is an absolutely horrible thing and has caused a lot of trouble and, and chaos in the streets with crime, and he believes in that. So he, just based on the issues alone, he's disqualified, and then you toss in this other layer that we're talking about here, the physical limitations, and uh, and he's disqualified based on physical limitations as well.
0: Plus, he's a dude from New Jersey. <laughs> I'm not sure which exit, but, uh, you know, he's not. He ain't of Pennsylvania, man.
1: Well, and that's one thing that he. Well, yeah, and and they have carpetbaggers. Hillary Clinton was one.
0: Like all New Yorkers. Oh, sit down. But. Yeah, and, and
1: <laughs> exactly right. But see, even he, and this was prior to stroke, he kept saying, send me back to New Jersey. Send me to New Jersey oh, as, the, as the senator from New Jersey. And he's running to be the senator from Pennsylvania. So right. even before the stroke, he was like, not all, you know.
0: <laughs> and do, do we know what's up with the hoodie? Also, what was it? Trying, to be, trying cool. to be hip, trying to be like, you know, Kanye and cool. stuff. Trying I mean. to be cool. It's not working. It's
1: not cool at all. <laughs> not one thing about it. it's cool. All right, quick break. More Warren RaMA coming up for you next, KTSA. Bridgehead IT, your IT security company in so many different ways. Number one, they can do an IT service check for your company and make sure your IT is running smoothly and effectively and efficiently and making you more money for your company than you ever believed possible. Bridgehead IT can do all that. Bridgehead IT, they are also cybersecurity experts They can protect your company from the cybersecurity threats that are being made toward your business every day of the week, even right now. Hackers would love to get into your system. Hack Hackers would love to take over your system. Wait, Trey, I just got a little business here in South Texas. What are you talking about? Uh-uh. No, you don't. Not as far as hackers are concerned. If you've got a business, they want in there. And Bridgehead IT protects your business not only on the Internet, on the interwebs. They not only protect your business that way, but they protect your business at the physical plant with cameras and stuff they can put up. So when it comes to IT services of all, all kinds and security, IT security, it's Bridgehead IT at 210 477 Here's your AccuWeather forecast. Today through Friday, warm with highs in the low 90s. Cold front comes through on Sunday, though, and drops your temperatures for Monday and Tuesday down to the 70s. Right now, it's 73 at KTSA. One. I got a couple things to bring up real quick. First of all, (coughs) we now know that these emails revealed that Mayorkas, meaning Joe Biden and the others knew, and uh, Kamala Harris, They knew that those Border Patrol agents on horseback never whipped the border crossers. Right. They knew it at the time, but yet they carried out this charade, and they went about this whole thing of an investigation, and Joe Biden said, and uh, Kamala Harris said, and... uh, what's the guy al sharpton they said they all said you know this was just like in the civil rights era Oh god it was horrible or it got worse when joe biden compared it to slavery just <laughs> like in slavery times when they used to whip people can't be strapping people man. strapping people that's right. But at the time when they were making those statements, they knew. And emails have just been revealed that shows the conversations they were having with each other. Hey, it didn't happen. They knew it didn't happen. So they came to the cameras to the American people and lied to the American people and put on that whole slavery, civil rights, civil rights era, whipping of them. But
0: they knew it never happened. They knew it did not happen. In other words, they had discussions. They did. About how to make this racist when they knew that it wasn't. Which was one of the things and we're gonna
1: talk about her after the bottom of the hour. One of the things that Tulsi brought up in her resignation from the Democrat Party was how they make everything race. Right. right. right? So but they knew it at the time. And yet here we are, you know, a year later and we come back and DHS puts out this deal and says, No, nope, it didn't happen, but they're still gonna face
0: administrative problems. Why? Right. Because the, they can't be wrong. Democrats can't they, they can't admit to it openly. <sighs> Because then the people would know they were full of crap. Then I mean, and people now know. You but know is there any, is it going to change anything? No. no, no.
1: But this has just got to be another thing that's going to rile up those of us that are out here. That are. All, I was telling you earlier. You know, we are twenty six days, fifteen hours, <laughs> thirty six minutes, and fifty three seconds for this election, right? And early voting before that. And I can. I, you know what? I can vote today. Because nothing is going to change my mind. Nothing. Right. There is n- Even Armageddon, as Joe put it, will <laughs> not change my mind. Every Democrat
0: must go. I, I absolutely agree.
1: These sons of guns, I, you know, that's not, almost not what I said. But these guys and and women in the Democrat Party, they are at war with the American people, and this is another thing that proves it.
0: Every time they look at you, meaning you out there, and say you're the threat, you're the threat to democracy, you are a threat to the uh, existence of this country, understand it's the opposite. They are the greatest threat this country faces. Look at what's going on. It's right in front of you. And I still have to believe there are more Tulsi Gabbards out there than we realize. Yeah, there I been. hope so.
1: I don't think it is. John, John Hayward said this morning, I don't think it's a conga line that's going
0: to follow her. <laughs> I, right. <laughs> I love that. But I, but I think there's a lot there. of people that will vote, they're and there. they're just not going to tell anybody. They're there. They are there. Do you know what I mean? And we're going to talk about her after the bottom right.
1: of Are but... Um, they knew that these guys on horseback did not God, whip that's... those illegal immigrants. They knew it at the time, and yet they came to the cameras and said, We're going to investigate them because this is worse than what happened during slavery.
0: It's horrible. You know? Completely contrived, and it was a group decision. Yeah, it
1: was. They all, it was they a were,
0: group they decision they to go email. with that story. They were that they were whipping migrants. Right. Well, just like God. just like Susan Ross,
1: who I, uh, Rice, who I believe is their boss, Susan Rice, you know the whole Bo doll served with honor ah. and distinction. And what did they all say? Bo doll served with honor and distinction. No, he didn't. He was a deserter. Yeah. So
0: I I, I think she's a big player. Uh, her and Obama. You, I think they're the you, ones actually run, running this damn country. You betcha. Into the ground, might into head. the ground. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, it's, it's Obama's playbook to weaponize these agencies, these government agencies against political opponents. That's what yeah. he does. Okay, now, real quick here. Rob Schneider, great comedian, uh, actor. We want Let's talk about him for a second oh, yeah, before we yeah. take the break, all right? Uh, because he was, uh, he was on Fox earlier. He's got a new movie coming out this Friday, Daddy-Daughter Trip. It looks <laughs> like a trip.
0: It does look funny. Yeah. His
1: actual daughter plays in it.
0: He said he actually waited till his daughter because he had the idea, I guess, for a while. Waited until yeah. she got old enough to play the character. Didn't it, great? That's cool.
1: It's yeah. very cool. And uh, his wife and daughter are opening for Chris Stapleton. I, I didn't know that. It That's amazing. Great. Out on tour, but anyway, he was sitting there talking about this and about the movie and his beliefs and thoughts. And he said, "You know, I believe in God and I believe in family and I believe in my country. And so, how in the world is God, family,
0: and country controversial?"
1: It, it, but it is, what it, especially in his
0: community, because he said he doesn't live out there anymore.
1: Right. He's out of Hollywood, right? right. But he said there is a woke mob. They asked him and said, hey, you know, how do you, how do you deal with that, being in Hollywood and working in the movie business and all that kind of stuff? And he said there's a lot of us that are, you know, pretty conservative, you know. But we won't come out, we won't talk about it publicly. Remember John Boyd said the same thing,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
1: but because the woke mob comes after you and they try to destroy you.
0: right. you stop getting gigs, stop getting movie deals. he,
1: he said they don't answer my phone as my phone call as much. They don't return <laughs> my calls as much as they used to.
0: <laughs> that's funny so, like well, just something brief here sure. uh, there is a new statue in uh in uh, let's see Alberta, Canada. saw that. It's a big hand holding a Cheeto, a giant Cheeto with orange powder on the fingers. It's uh, in uh, Cheetle, which is a community in Alberta. Mm -hmm. And the reason they built it in Cheetle is because the orange powder from Cheetos is called Cheetle.
1: That's not the real reason.
0: What do you mean it's not the real?
1: The real reason they built it there is because there's a high consumption rate of pot.
0: So So people just (laughs) want Cheetos. But here, here's the thing that got me about this, okay? And this is this is the art snob in me. Okay? Oh, you're taking a serious tone. Well, okay. not serious. Okay. It's a it's a freaking Cheeto. Okay. But there was a time when human beings left behind them monuments to God, <laughs> monuments to great men. And so, when future archaeologists find this stuff, <laughs> they're like, "Wow, this dude that has a statue must have been a great man." Or look how look how. Devoted to their god, these people were. They built monuments to God. Yeah, no. We leave behind Cheetos. freaking Cheetos, that's man. exactly
1: Right. Yes, that's right.
0: Cheetos are our god. I mean, it, it it's says a who we are. Cheeto. It says who we are. It's like I get upset whenever we name stadiums after you know. Sorry, juice boxes <laughs> and and, and uh, you know, <laughs> feminine product. I'm waiting for the stay free auditorium to be built so you, somewhere. You,
1: yeah, I know. I, I I agree with you. I get what you're saying 100 percent that you know. It used to be we'd have these great statues of David that I saw at the Louvre. Of
0: David, you yes. Know? King
1: and David. There's David at the Louvre. That's kind of cool, but not anymore. We leave behind Cheetos. I
0: agree. That's just, that's what they're going to find. But, of our, but I guess that's who we are. Your art reflects your time and in, in, in your era.
1: Cheetos. You know, I'm not going to get, get serious and preachy here, but you were asking me off air. you you really think we're kind of there like the end times I'm reading through Acts that's what you said I'm reading Acts right now kind of looks like we are and I said yeah just look around us It says all you need. God is in his heaven going,
0: Cheetos? Yeah.
1: <laughs> By the way, speaking of Cheetos, if you haven't tried the Cheetos popcorn. I don't like Cheetos. It's wonderful. I can't eat
0: popcorn. It'll land me in the hospital. Oh, uh, well. But I don't like Cheetos I- anyway. The Cheetos popcorn is great. Cheetos are gross. See?
1: Isn't it Dennis has yeah, yeah, to try yeah. it? It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's
0: so good. Damn mm-hmm. it, Dennis. It's popcorn that
1: tastes like Cheetos.
0: Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, I the, <sighs> Whataburger has a new burger that's going to be out for a little while called the Chili Cheeseburger. You can't eat that. With Fritos. You can't eat that. Not this week. Clean you out for a month. I could eat it in a week. Yeah.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I'd be careful if I were you. You don't have much of a structure down in there anymore. They took most of it out. got one water
0: burger. i mean? <laughs> end up in the hospital for a
1: month. That's right. Safe showers. Chris and Joan Edelin at Safe Showers. Want to give you a free in-home design consultation and, and show you exactly how a safe shower is going to really revolutionize your bathroom and change it completely for the better. It's Safe Showers. They come in and they take out what you have right now all the way to the studs. So this is not like they're going to come in with a fiberglass or an acrylic overlay and put it on top of what you have now. There are other companies that are advertising on television that do that. Nope, not safe showers. This is a real honest-to-goodness shower they build for you to your specifications with your prettiness all over it. So depending on the color of the wall and the design of the wall that you want, you want a shower caddy in there of some kind, shelves in the corner, right? You want a seat in there so you can sit down. You want grab bars so you can get back up. And with every safe shower comes a low step-up entry and a non-slip floor. That makes it a what? A safe shower. And right now, you get half-off installation for your new shower, walk-in tub, and interest-free financing for qualified buyers with, of course, as always, senior military and first responder discounts. Safe showers. 210-655-1111. Let's go. Mm, she's a man Eda.
0: Aren't they all? 1982. <laughs> Daryl Hall, John Oates. I always thought mm. that sounded like a breakfast cereal. Yeah. Some Hall and Oates. Yeah. And some honey. Who's? Mm. Oh, Daryl Darryl Hall's birthday was
1: yesterday? Oh. Uh, he's got to be mid-60s by now. He still sounds
0: great, though. He does a lot of blues stuff now <laughs> with these small venues. Great. He's badass. Yeah.
1: Well, I love that Daryl's house thing, man. It's a, that is a that's cool. what I'm talking. Yeah, yeah,
0: that is very cool. Where he just sits and there out. and has people come up and
1: yeah, man, good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk Tulsi for just a minute. Yes. All right. So yesterday while we were on the air, the news broke that she was leaving the Democrat Party. Right. Right. And then later in the day, she gave her statement and then talked about it <clears> on <throat> Tucker last night. Went on Joe Rogan's right. podcast. I mean, this is this is cool. The saying for a long time that she's not a Democrat. She didn't belong with the Democrats, She and the main reason is she's a free thinker. She thinks for herself, and, right. you know, the number one rule as a Democrat you do not do is you don't think for yourself. Whatever the party tells you, that's the gospel. You take that.
0: Well, and they're very <coughs> good at that, I mean, honestly.
1: And you don't think for yourself. Right. You check your brain, and whatever Pelosi says, that's what you do, right? But she said this, I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that is now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoke anti-white racism, actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms. They're hostile to people of faith and spirituality, demonize the police and protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, believe in open borders, weaponize the national security state to go after political opponents, and above all, are dragging us ever closer to a nuclear war. Everything she said in that statement is 100% true of the Democrat Party.
0: Absolutely it is.
1: absolutely true.
0: And uh, I didn't I I didn't know much about her biography. Apparently, she was vice chair of the DNC at one point. At one point, she was a star; they loved her. Tucker was pointing that out the other day.
1: Yeah, well, last night he was pointing out she she went to to, um, she she spoke at the DNC. That's right for the presidential convention, right? Presidential nominating convention, and man, they were all you know from Van Van Jones to all of them in the liberal media. They were all like, "This is our new superstar. She's a rising superstar." Well, I can guarantee you. After yesterday, they are mobilizing all of their elite oh, media yeah. forces, highly paid by corporate America, to destroy every last bit of her because they have to do she it. She
0: better not have anything in her background because they will find it.
1: it. And that's They're exactly scumbags. right. Scumbags. Yeah, they will. They will go <clears> after <throat> her. She's an Iraqi war veteran. Mm-hmm. The head. She runs her division of the Army National Guard that she serves in. Right. The guard duty. She's in charge of it. She's so well-accomplished, so well-spoken, and I said this before she left the party, I know you did too, that she didn't belong in that Democrat Party anymore, that again, here's another person that the Democrats
0: left. Yeah. In a sense, it's like Bill Maher, same thing, even though he calls himself a libertarian. He's more Democrat than that. And I, I think reasonable. she mentioned reasonable, logical-thinking people in the Democratic Party. How do you hold on to this stuff? How do you stick with this stuff? You said something earlier that my wife had said to me uh, late, or l- last night when we were talking, and you said you had a guy from D.C. that had called you and said that they were looking into you know, market research on a certain ticket.
1: Yeah. Uh, I got a t- telephone call from one of my contacts in D.C., and I said, I- I'm not saying they're doing this. Right. I'm not saying it's a good idea. All right. I'm saying is, is they're researching it right now, Trump-Tulsi. You have two people <clears throat> who have garnered respect from their perspective, Areas right. of influence because they spoke the truth. Donald Trump speaking the truth by saying, you know, illegals ought to be deported. We ought to close up the border. We ought to get rid of crime in the streets. You know, those things that everybody was thinking. Right. But nobody was saying. The Bushes weren't saying that kind of stuff, right? And and here comes Donald Trump, and he just said what everybody was thinking. Yeah, and it's
0: like, he's going to get it.
1: And right. Put the red hat on, and let's follow this dude because he's saying what I've been thinking. Right. How many of us said that? And Tulsi has that influence now. I believe with moderate Democrats yeah. and Independents, she said yesterday with that line of stuff I just gave you there, what a lot of them are thinking. You know, this party has gone so crazy; they are weaponizing, they are you know racializing everything. This party has just gone nuts. I can't be in this party anymore.
0: Now, some people are saying, and you know that she's a Trojan horse. That this has all been a put on to a certain extent so that she don't can align it. herself with, uh, perhaps, the Republicans in this way. I don't believe it. And then once she ascends to a certain level, I don't either. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would... It'd be a lot to ask somebody to, to put this stuff on yeah. for this length of time. And she didn't ask to be in the Republican Party. She no. didn't come out and say, she's hey, not a, I want totally, to be a Republican. She's still know. a Democrat at heart, in yeah. a sense. Uh, what about DeSantis, yeah. Tulsi?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I that's it, always a possibility. I think. Well, just I mean,
0: would that be a good ticket? Do you think? Um,
1: mm. I, I I don't I don't see that working as right. well. Right. But who knows? I mean, you know, we'll have to watch her and just listen yeah. to her. You know, I I know that she is cutting the ties with the Democrat Party. It's very clear. Pretty like much. A, <laughs> she went on the Rogan Experience yesterday and said. Well, I I'll just—I'll give you her words. Uh, she said they can't—they can't pretend anymore about this insider trading talking about nancy pelosi's yeah, husband right and just so i mean most everybody's been following the story but paul pelosi anytime pelosi's got a piece of legislation that is coming before the house that has anything to do with like a semiconductor company or this kind of company or whatever paul pelosi suddenly buys you know a million shares in that company and then the bill passes right mm-hmm. and so there's insider trading is what everybody's saying and they
0: ain't the only ones you got it you, you have well, to believe there are others
1: and that's the other thing that Tol- tulsi said on the rogan show yesterday is that every time that Nancy pays uh, lip service to the whole idea of them outlawing the fact that they trade, you know, based on their laws that they pass. And every time, though, something happens that Nancy you know crap cans it throws it down it doesn't just, happen that's true it is true like it, now, that was
0: recently It wasn't that long ago that there was a bill i think
1: right now and tulsi said this on the rogan experience right <laughs> now they're all going home for the holidays right and so the bill was coming up now and we're going to have a vote on this bill and then pelosi comes on says but we can't do it because they're all leaving town they're all going home we can't have the vote on it well maybe next time can you
0: smell the methane gurgling from the swamp <laughs> i can smell the vodka <laughs>
1: And then and then this is the one that really is going to get them because it is one that I believe is true and it is one that Hollywood is dealing with as well. She told Rogan last night that the Democrats and the leftists are ushering in the normalization of pedophilia.
0: Bingo. Wow. She came right out and said it. She came right out and said it. Were exact words. That's a quote. Well, they're now minor attracted people. That's the one she said. Yeah, we have to take away the stigma of the, minor attracted people. That is the she said
1: this. Here's her quote: "The thing that people warned against in the past, but it's hard to imagine it would be possible. Certainly within our lifetimes, the normalization of pedophilia. What what you said, the minor attracted persons, and don't." See stigmatize minor attracted persons, which is what the Democrats say. You know, we're we're all people. We should all be allowed to celebrate ourselves. And she said, that's a bunch of crap. We're talking about kids here. Because the Democrats say, you you can't criticize me for who I love.
0: Now, let's just say there was a big multinational ring of pedophiles let's just that say were kind of uh, running things behind the scenes. And a guy that was that heavily involved... involved is dead after being in a cell in New York. When he was the most famous inmate on planet Earth at that moment. Let's just say that pedophile, pedophile ring exists both in Hollywood and, and D.C. and other governments around the world, involving that. some of the most powerful people on the planet. Right? How, If you're concerned about that ever coming out or becoming public knowledge, how would you blunt that over a few generations if it's been around for a long time? You normalize it. Oh, sure. You normalize Absolutely. that as, well, we're just minor attracted people. Right. That's kind of scary. It's scary that they would go, if that's true, and that plays into being one of the reasons why this is going on, because that's what I've been trying to figure out. Why? Why all this sex stuff with young kids? Got to normalize it. Why? What is the point of this? Yeah, it, you
1: know, one thing in the 90s, I was always here on the show, critical of this NAMBLA Oh God! Remember them, North American Man, Man Boy Man, Love Association. Mm, yep, I think, mm-hmm. mm. and it was a big deal. It's still out there, you know. It's but big today, in California, yeah. Mm-hmm. But today they don't call it Man Boy Love Association. What they call it is. Minor attracted. Minor,
0: you can't help yourself I'm if you're I'm not attracted a pedophile. Right. I
1: am a minor attracted person. No, what you are is a sicko. And I believe if you're doing that to kids, that's a capital offense.
0: Absolutely. Because,
1: be. because you are going to do it again. And yeah. it shows that they reoffend and they reoffend and they reoffend. And so, no, the only way to make sure you don't reoffend again is good eye. See ya. Goodbye. So, turn the lights out. That's one, creepy stuff. One final thing. We've got to take a break. But one final thing. Tom Cruise may be walking in space. I knew you'd love this story. Oh, Tom. I knew you would love this story. Stop it. Actually, they... You're
0: short, Tom. You just are. But
1: wait a minute. Now, think this through. They just pitched a film idea to the Universal Film uh, Entertainment Group. That would involve him going to space. It's a real deal. They're working on this. They're trying to figure out they can get this. This is not hype. <laughs> oh, I know. I've and, heard of this And, and if it's him, yeah, if yeah. It's him they, I, I bet you I, I would be willing to bet a chicken fried steak it happens. So they're talking about blasting him off, sending him up to the International Space Station, <laughs> and him walking in space as part of a movie. Most of the movie will be filmed here in Hollywood, but then there's a couple of scenes they want to ha- actually have Tom Cruise walk in space. Now, this is a guy who flies his own fighter jets in movies. <laughs> He jumps off of buildings in movies. Free he climbs par- cliffs. Parachutes out of buildings. So why wouldn't he go to the International Space Station and walk in space?
0: Tom, Tom, listen. You're short, dude. <laughs> you're always going to be a short little Mormon. Not, not Mormon. No, uh, no, uh, no, no, no. No, Mormons are Sci- sco- scientists. Sci- you're, a, you're a short little weird Scientologist, yeah. dude. Right, right, right. right but right. you're short, and you always will be okay. short. Yes. Nobody, you can't climb, you can't go into space and make okay. yourself taller.
1: He doesn't have to be tall to do it. You're
0: short, dude. And right, I'm getting the finger Live from Jimmy. With it. I'm getting the finger from oh, Jimmy. Right. Jimmy's
1: giving me the <laughs> finger. Okay. He's giving me the finger. <laughs> Quick break. Alamo Water Softeners and their whole home specialist in October. They've got a whole home filtration bundle at special pricing for you from Alamo Water Softeners. I've been talking since the beginning of this company, 2009. I was there day one with Alan Townsend. Loved him as a man, loved him as a great human being, and loved his organization at animal Water Softeners. And now Trevor and the family carry on with the most outstanding water softeners that money can buy. But the, now now they've grown into more than just a water softener. Now they are all about making sure you got pure water in your home to drink, or the purest that, that you can get, right? You've heard about Forever Chemicals. I know I talk about them. Sean talks about them. Van Camp talks about them. These are PFAS that are in the groundwater here and in people. You got to filter that stuff out of your water. Alamo Water Softeners can do that. And right now, October Whole Home Filtration Bundle Pricing means you save more money than ever before. AlamoWaterSofteners.com.